Hey, my name is Hannah, and this podcast is all about empowering you to become more you. The real you. Stripped away of titles and achievements, because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of energy floating around this big ball in space. And I believe the more that we can raise our energetic frequency, the happier and more fulfilled we become. So in this podcast, you'll find tools to help you release fear and move towards love and how that actually helps you attract what you want in life. And I use my experiences as an athlete and as a business owner to share what tools have helped me on my path towards awakening. So I hope that you gain value out of this. If so, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. Alrighty, we are back with another episode here, and today I'm going to talk about why you may be feeling stuck. And that could be feeling stuck in terms of not reaching your goals, or maybe not making moves, or having conversations that you want to have. There's all kinds of ways that we can feel stuck, but today I'm going to focus more on reaching our goals. And this could be anyone, anyone in the world, we all have goals that we're trying to reach. And there is a reason why you may feel stuck at times. And this is because we have this mental resistance that comes up when we're trying to change something. Let's say that you're trying to start a workout routine and you get really excited about it. You started it because you have the motivation to get in shape. And what happens is a lot of times we start the routine, we stick with it maybe for a week, slowly but surely certain voices start to creep in and might say, uh, I'm not going to work out today. Let, let's save it for tomorrow. Or, you know, I tried that workout with that trainer. I don't really like them. I'm not going back. Or, uh, you know, workout clothes. I just don't like them. I'm not going to put them on. I'm not doing this. Your mind will come up with a trillion crazy excuses to get you to not do the thing that you're wanting to do to reach that goal. And there's a reason for it. The brain's main purpose is to keep you safe and alive. And any new change feels like a threat to the brain, literally. So the brain really loves the familiar. And any time that that's threatened with the unfamiliar it causes you to freeze. So at least take a little bit of pressure off of yourself to know that this is a a whole protection mechanism that the brain is basically doing to you to help you stay safe. So your job in this scenario, and I'll dive deeper into all of this, but your, your job when you're creating a new habit is to get past the mind chatter. So we have just countless numbers of voices in our head and you can choose to listen to all of them and take them as factual which you shouldn't (laughs) or you can pick the best feeling voices and I will say there are voices that will definitely trick you and make you feel like they're your best feeling voices you know the ones that will say well let's get the gym today let's go get some froyo instead that feels good I'm feeling kind of down and out today. So I think I'm just going to support myself and get some frozen yogurt. That's definitely a voice. And if you you can act on that voice in the moment or you can choose again. And this is the challenge that most people have. This is the mental resistance that comes up. 
And again, that mental resistance, believe it or not, is just designed to keep you safe. It's your mind searching for excuses and reasons to keep you in that familiar zone. It doesn't want you to make these changes. And this is why we always may revert back to what's most natural to us. And if we've gotten into the habit of not working out or not taking care of ourselves, if we're going to stay with that example then that, that is what's most natural to us. So we're going to go back to that. And, you know, we might have developed habits that we've held on to for years. And when that happens, the groove is very deep in the brain. And the, the groove being a neural pathway. And a neural pathway is just a bunch of neurons connected together in the brain that is based on our behaviors and habits. So essentially, it's like the pathway that is a certain habit. And in order to change your habit, you have to redirect and create new neural pathways. So this is all stored in our subconscious mind. So our subconscious mind is what holds our habits and our beliefs. And we run programs in our subconscious mind much like a computer software programming. And most of us actually operate out of our subconscious programming 90% of the day. So what all that means is if you have a certain habit that you have, it's built into your subconscious programming, you've got the software system for that habit, it requires you to create this new pathway in the mind to shift that habit into something else. And because most of us operate out of our subconscious programming 90% of the day, until you get past that mental resistance to create a new neural pathway, you're going to continue like, an, like on autopilot to run the programs that are already installed in your software. So whatever programs you got are the programs that you're stuck with until you make a change to do something different. So these programs actually dictate your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and your actions. And when you make a decision to make a change and create a new habit to reach this goal, this goes against that programming that's already been set in that subconscious mind. So the brain loves the familiar, right? Which means you're going to come up against that mental resistance towards that change at some point. So again, it's your job to ignore the mental resistance when it comes up and have the discipline to choose a new thought and then take a new action. Now, I will say there are a lot of fantastic tools now to reprogram your mind. Practices like neuro-linguistic programming, writing, um, hypnosis, hypnotherapy. There's many tools out there, but again you're still going to have to take action to create that new habit and to become that new person. And that's really the challenge here, especially if it's a bigger goal that you're trying to reach. You have to become a different version of yourself. And you might have heard that before, but that what that really means is you're literally creating a different brain, a different mind to operate as the person that performs that habit already. So again, your mind chatter is going to convince you to go back to that old habit because it's designed to protect you. It's trying to keep you safe in that familiar zone. And it, until it knows that new habit, you're going to probably come up against a good amount of mental resistance. And this is, you know, again, your brain is very creative. It's going to come up with all kinds of crazy shit. It'll say, uh, I don't really feel like it today. I'm pretty tired. And like, you're not even that tired. Or it'll say, well, Susie didn't show up 
late for work today, so I'm not gonna show up. Or, oh my god, I actually really do feel like that frozen yogurt. I think I actually feel like that frozen yogurt right now. I don't know where that is coming from, but it sounds good. <laughs> so, you get it, right? That makes sense that you, I'm sure that you've all experienced that mental resistance or those crazy thoughts. So again, I want to reiterate, you can have all of these wild thoughts and it's so important to not take every thought as factual. I'm sure that you've all had a really crazy thought and thought, where the, where did that just come from? And you know that that's not factual. So know that when your brain is trying to talk you out of something, it's not factual. It's just trying to keep you safe. All right, so the second reason why you might come up with these feelings of mental resistance and also feeling uh, feelings of being stuck is your beliefs. And those are also stored in your subconscious mind. And these can be very deep-rooted. You may not even know consciously that you have this belief. A lot of times, I don't think you really do. And most of us have these limiting beliefs. But I think every person on the planet has had some sort of limiting belief because they originate from childhood. Basically, from ages zero to seven, you're under a hypnosis and you're like a sponge taking in everything from your environment, everything that is said to you, even the emotions and feelings of those that you're around the most. So, so let's say you had a caretaker, let's say it's your mom that was not very secure with herself and maybe didn't feel like she was good enough to go after the things that she wanted to, wanted to go after. And that could show up in all different kinds of ways. She could have uh, presented herself in ways and it, it's really, you know, it's an energetic thing. As a child, you feel that. You don't consciously or intellectually understand it, but you feel it. How that can turn out for you is you subconsciously end up with a deep-rooted belief that I am not good enough or I am not smart enough or I am not fast enough or I am not whatever. And again, this can go, there's a trillion examples of this. This could also be when you're a when you were young, a coach said something to you on the field at a young age that led you to believe that you can never make that one shot or that Whatever, whatever the case may be. And we're, we have these beliefs, belief systems with us until we kind of shine a light on them and realize, oh, I'm operating that way or not operating that way because I have this deep-rooted belief. And I'll say for myself, that was a huge thing. I had a cyclical pattern of jumping from project to project and or from goal to goal, not really staying focused on the one task at hand and not realizing that I had this kind of programming that what that was deep rooted in I'm not good enough or, you know, who wants to listen to me or whatever the, the project was or the, the goal was, it basically rooted back to that. And what would happen in those scenarios is it would turn into inaction on my part and then I would tell myself that I'm lazy and I'm not lazy I'm definitely not lazy but that was my rhetoric around it it be, turned into a negative kind of almost fulfilling uh, self-fulfilling prophecy but it all stemmed back from this deep-rooted belief that I had from childhood of you know I'm not good enough and most people have this belief by the way a lot of people have this belief <laughs> it's 
<laughs> honestly, you almost cannot escape childhood without some lingering feelings of this. And that is because, you know, as a child, all you're wanting to, all you're seeking is to be heard and to be seen and to be loved. And you could have had the best parents in the freaking world. I know I did. I do. And I, I still have these feelings, I still have these belief systems. And the reason for that, again, is because you're in that hypnosis. So it could be someone on the playground said something to you or a family member said something to you and it sticks with you. And you can hold on to that forever. You can literally hold on to that forever. And it, as I was saying before, this programming affects your actions. So if you have a deep-rooted either fear or belief that you're not good enough, that can turn into you not taking action towards the things that you want to go towards because, well, you're not good enough. You're not going to succeed anyway. You know, the same thing goes with fear of failure, which many, many people have that stops them from taking action because they've got this deep-rooted subconscious fear of failure, which also goes hand-in-hand hand with perfectionism. Usually perfectionism is a symptom of fear of failure. And it, it's, it's deep-rooted, man. You got to get in there and rewire that crap. It takes... it. I'm not going to lie. And it does take some work. It takes some discipline... And again, there's so many amazing tools. I've used NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I've done tons of meditating, tons of hypnosis. And, you know, I obviously I'm in the field. I'm doing this work on myself and with clients all of the time. So um, I know the practices to rewrite this programming. But if you, if you don't know them and you don't shine some awareness on them, they will go left unseen and continue to dictate how you show up in the world and how you act and the results that you get in life. And, you know, all of this is to say, number one, you are worthy and whole and complete no matter what. It doesn't matter what your, you know, and I know I talk about this on the podcast all the time. It doesn't matter what your achievements are. It doesn't matter what goals you're trying to reach and if you hadn't reached them it doesn't matter you're whole complete and worthy no matter what bottom line so if you can install those beliefs and rewrite the ones that tell you that you're not you're already going to be well on your way to reaching your goals because i'm going to say a good 70 to 80 percent of people have those beliefs that either i'm unworthy i'm not good enough or i'm unlovable most people, probably a higher percentage than that, most people have those beliefs. Again, rooted back to childhood, doesn't matter if you had an amazing set of parents or not, usually we've got that going on in our minds. So once you can establish those beliefs and reverse them, you're already, you are already so much more liberated because you're not trying to prove yourself you're not doing things to compensate for those beliefs. You're doing them from the heart. It kind of changes the whole way that you view yourself and the world in a really, really big way. So those beliefs, number one. Um, all right. So if you are feeling stuck, so those are, wait, we talked about the beliefs. We talked about the habits, rewriting your beliefs. Absolutely. That's a huge step. That's not part of my four steps, believe it or not, that I'm going to talk about. Because let's say you're like, okay, uh, 
yo, you are spitting out some really deep things. I'm not trying to go there today. Then fair enough. You may not want to sit here and go, okay, I'm not going to figure out on a subconscious level if I don't feel lovable or not. That's fine. That's fine. We don't have to go there today. So I have four steps to help you get unstuck and move through that mental resistance beyond your belief systems. So number one, take consistent baby micro steps and celebrate every single one of them. Yes, baby and micro because it's got to be small. And when I say small, I mean small. The small consistent action is what is essential for personal growth and for reaching your goal, reach, reaching your goals, reaching your goals. Rather than focusing on moving the mountain, let's focus on moving one little pebble at a time and making sure that you celebrate each one of those little pebble moves because that is what helps to reprogram the mind and build a new neural pathway because it's that positive reinforcement. So you want to scale your goal way, way back. Let's say you want to start a a morning routine and, uh, you know, it could be you want to start meditating, whatever it is, whatever your morning routine is. You're going to start this goal off by literally just setting your alarm clock one minute earlier. That's it. You don't even do the morning routine. You just get up one minute earlier. And then maybe the next day you add two minutes. Maybe the next day you take a deep breath. Maybe the next day you go for five minutes. Make yourself a glass of warm lemon water. You know, whatever it is for you. Point being, you scale the thing way, way back, and then you give yourself a big old pat on that ass, and you go, oh yeah, I got up one minute earlier today, I'm a badass, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And again, why these little baby steps are so important with the celebration is because you're building that positive reinforcement, you're starting to build that new neural pathway with consistency. The consistency is what's really key in changing that neural pathway. Um, and then, you know, more than anything, you're just being nice to yourself because you're trying. You're trying. We're not, you know, we're not trying to, again, move mountains in a day. We're just taking the little baby steps. Little baby steps. All right. Next step. Number two. Watch what others who have or do what you want and model them. We get inspired by other people's actions, especially if they have something that we want. Seeing is believing. So when we see that another person has done it, it actually expands our subconscious mind, helping us to realize and know that we can too. So when we see another human that has what we want, has done what we want, we on a subconscious level go, oh shit, if they've done it, we can do it too. I'll get to the mental resistance that tells you you can't, but that, that is a thing. And that's because we have what's called mirror neurons. And what that means is our minds are always seeking to match those that are always in front of us the most. You know, it's that idea that you are the five people that you spend the most time with. Same thing goes if you're consuming content from people or reading blogs or whatever it may be from your mentors or people that have what you want, be in front of them a lot. See, you know, you don't have to be in with them in person, 
but consume their content, see what they do, find out what their routines are and try to match and model what they do. You can really gain inspiration from their journey and notice the action steps that they take consistently and copy it. Now, okay, be aware of the ego mind that's gonna come in and compare your journey to theirs and convince you that you're not good enough to have what they have or you're way too behind or they have what it takes and you don't. That ego mind is super strong. It'll come in at some point and play that comparison game and try to get you out of the routine or try to talk you out of, you know, changing that habit or going for the goal. So that's one version of a really prominent mental resistance that will come up. And when that voice comes up, just acknowledge it and say, hey, I'm not listening to you today. I see that you're there. I'm going to give you a little bit of attention. Yo, what's up? But you're not in the driver's seat today. I'm not listening to you. Okay. I'm picking a different voice and I'm moving on. And you may have to do that a thousand times a day. Just continue to do it and understand that that particular voice is there, but it doesn't have to be your truth and it doesn't have to be factual. It's just one of the wild voices in your mind. Again, we have so many voices. It's just one of them. So you don't have to listen to that one, but it is up to you to decide not to. So finding someone that has what you want, modeling their behavior, and then ignoring the voice that tells you you can't do it because they did whatever. You know what I mean? Number three, activate play and joy in this whole process. This is absolutely critical. It's serious. Even though I'm talking about joy and play, this is a serious thing. (laughs) It's an absolute necessity. You have to figure out a way to have fun with whatever you're trying to accomplish. Will it always be fun? Absolutely not. Will there be days where you really don't wanna do it? For sure. But the more that you can invoke that childlike behavior, that inner child that we all have, you're gonna make this journey towards reaching this goal way easier and more. you're gonna be more inspired to take action if you know that it's fun. So can you make this goal that you're trying to reach a game? Can you partner up with someone else who wants to do it too and make a challenge out of it? Whatever you can do to bring some of that playfulness into it is really going to help. And then release the fear and judgment when you're trying to meet the goals. You know, the, the fear mongering days of reaching our goals, you know, I say this all the time. We're done with that. We're done. I'm over that. And you should be too. Fear mongering only depletes your energy. It's only going to block you from reaching your greatest potential. It's time to invoke that frequency of joy, that frequency of play, and use that as a catalyst to get you to your goals, not fear. Fear is not sustainable. It's not what's going to keep you going day in and day out. It's not going to take you the distance to reach your goals. However, if you're using joy and play, you're going to be more likely to get up in the morning to do the things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know that it's going to get you to that goal. And you're not run down because or burned out because you've been using fear and you've been using this hustle and grind mentality to get that goal or whatever it is. If you're operating from if you're operating that programming, which most people in the U.S. are, Um, that is what causes that burnout. That is what causes you to just want to give up. And the mental resistance, I will surely tell you, mental resistance is very hard to overcome 
when you have fear running through your system. Again, I know that this is uh, different from what most people talk about. (laughs) Well, I'm a different kind of person, and I'm here to tell you that that mode of operation is outdated. That's a thing of the past. It's the past generations that they use. I'm not saying that it was bad. It was what was useful at that time, but it's from a generation where it, it we don't need it anymore. We don't need to use this fear-mongering anymore. So we're moving on. If you can't tell, I'm kind of passionate about that step. All right, step number four, find a support system. Who can you call on to lean on in times when you're not feeling motivated? Do you have a coach, a friend, a mentor, a guardian, um, somebody who you can call on when you just cannot get things moving forward? You know, there's going to be times where you don't have the motivation. You might be really down and out. You might have some anxiety running through you, whatever it is. And that those are the times when you really need a solid support system to lean back on. You know, you're, we're not meant to do this journey on our own. We're not meant to live on this planet on our own. We live in a really beautiful ecosystem where we're all here to support each other. So the more that you can lean on a very authentic, true support system, the easier it's going to be to get past that mental resistance because a solid support system can help you get past the disillusioned mind because the other thing that comes with this, I know this for myself, this has happened to me in the past, is I'll I'll just straight up forget why I set a goal in the first place. You know, this is part of what I was saying that I jumped from goal to goal. That was part of my programming and the pattern that showed up because of that programming. So a coach was invaluable for me to stay on track because they helped me get past that mental fog that kept me stuck and kept me in that mode of, what am I doing again? (laughs) Why am I here? Who am I? What's my name? Uh, (laughs) That's the whole point of a coach and a really good mentor is they can help you get past that mental resistance, but also get past that mental fog and see things that you can't see. You know, a lot of times we don't see the programs that we're running or even the behaviors that we're taking, especially if you're running on that autopilot, that subconscious programming that I talked about in the beginning that we're running on 90% of the day. In that mode, you're on complete autopilot. You're not aware. You're not conscious. You're not present. You're literally just running the programs of what's going on in that subconscious mind. So a coach and a mentor can be that outsider person that's seeing what's going on and say, hey, you know, you're, you did this, but you really wanted to go here. They can map things out for you and help you stay on track. And that, you know, it doesn't have to be a coach. It doesn't have to be a mentor. Obviously, that would be preferred because they can hold you accountable regularly. But I know that's not an option for a lot of people. So having some kind of friend, family member, uh, some kind of person that can be that support system for you is really, really huge, especially when you're trying to make these changes that are, they're tough. It's tough to make change, you know, make a change. That's why it's so hard for so many people. It's, you come up with that mental resistance, you usually take it on as factual, and then you just don't make the change. So having someone that can be your guide through the process can be very, very helpful. And finally, just relax. You know, like I was saying before, the times of thinking we need to force, 
grind or fear our way towards our goals are done. We're done with that. Do you need to take massive action? Yes, of course, depending on the goal. Will you have to overcome this mental chatter that is aiming to keep you safe? Yes, of course. And will that be hard sometimes? Yes, of course. Does it take discipline? Absolutely. But if you're coming from this place of fear and anger and um, dissatisfaction, it's going to be hard to move towards that goal because you're working with that low vibrational energy, right? And that's the energy that there's not a lot of energy to work with with that. So the more that you can become in alignment with your mind, your body, and your spirit and move from that place, it becomes much easier to take inspired action. But it also allows you to have total trust and faith that you'll get to that goal no matter what. And the more that you can have trust and faith in the journey and know that you're going to get to that goal and not worry about other people being there first or doing it a different way and really just start to relax into your own unique journey and release the preconceived notions and the self-judgments of what the path should look like it becomes so much easier. When you have this alignment, you know that your path isn't going to look like anybody else's. You trust that you will arrive to that finish line in your own time. And you start to relax into the unfolding and allow the journey to happen for you. And there, you know, you have, again, you have all these voices in your mind, but you have a higher self too, that is connected to your spirit and is always trying to whisper to you through your intuition. Your intuition, everybody on planet earth has an intuition. It's just a matter of listening to it. And that's a skill that you have to practice. And that's, it requires you sifting through all of the voices, all of the mind chatter and settling on the one that feels best to you. Keyword being feel. We feel our intuition. It's not always a mental thing. A lot of times it's not a mental thing. It's a visceral thing. You feel your intuition in your body. Again, that's a skill that has to be practiced and it, it takes a little bit of refining and um, developing that to know what it feels like for you because it feels different for everybody. For me, I, I just have an inner knowing when something is right. And when I feel that inspiration come in, I'm more clear audience. So I will also hear voices. And the voices, I can decipher now which one is of a lower uh, frequency or my ego mind. It actually sounds different in my mind than a higher, higher version of me or my higher self. So I can decipher, again, with so much practice, I can pick out which voice is of a higher frequency or which one is more true for me. And then I follow that one. Uh but that, you know, it's different for everybody. Some people have gut feelings. Some people feel tingles in their body. You know, that, that's more of an, your intuition. And again, that's a skill that has to be honed. Um, but it's there. It's 100% there for all of us. It's just a matter of you sifting through the gunk and not taking every thought as factual. We're all crazy. We're all crazy, all right? It's okay. You're crazy. I'm crazy. She's crazy. He's crazy. We're all crazy. So at the end of the day, if you're feeling stuck and, you know, you're really wanting to reach these goals, number one, have trust and faith more than anything that you will get there. Know that you will get there. And 
really just take it one step at a time, one day at a time. Don't get too far ahead of yourself and celebrate the shit out of yourself. You know, let's say in sports, you hit nine out of 10 first serves in practice. Go buy yourself a fro-yo. <laughs> you know, do, do something for yourself. And that these can be very, very small little wins. But the more that you celebrate them, the more that your vibration is going to raise, more importantly. Yes, you're building that new neural pathway. But more importantly, you're being nice to yourself. And if there's not a better tip that I can give to help you reach your goals, just be nice to yourself. And not the nice where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling good today. I'm not going to go work out or whatever it is. The nice to yourselfness that, that made sense. Just go with it. <laughs> the voice in your head that says, you are awesome. You're doing it. Continue to do it. Let's do this. We're going to the gym. You're getting stronger. It's okay that you didn't hit nine out of 10 serves today. You got seven. That's awesome. It's okay that you didn't get froyo today. We're going to get it tomorrow. Okay, I'm really losing it. But you get the idea. However, you can be as nice to yourself as possible. The easier this journey will be. Love yourself. And that might sound hokey pokey and silly, but it's not. Again, going along with that positive reinforcement and maintaining a high energetic vibration. If you're wanting to reach your goals, both of those things need to happen. Alrighty, I hope this was helpful. If so, please leave a review. I would so appreciate that if you feel called to. And if you need some further support or would like a coach to help you reach your goals, hit me up. This is what I do. I work with clients all the time around feeling stuck. It's such a common thing that we all experience. And I'm happy to help you through it. So please send me an email that's in the show notes down below. And have a good day. Be nice to yourself. I'm going to go get Froyo because clearly that's on my mind. And I hope that you are treating yourself to something nice too. All right. Later.